Welcome to Conversations in Equine Science. My name is Kate Acton and I'm joined by Nancy McLean. And this is the podcast where we take research papers and try and make them accessible to horse owners and enthusiasts. Please remember with each topic we discuss that you should get professional advice before implementing any strategies. This week, we are discussing a webinar that Nancy and I attended called Quantifying the Hoof in Support of Evidence-Based Farriery. And that was by John Craig and Monique Craig. And they are the founders of Epona Mind. That's E-P-O-N-A-M-I-N-D. And it really was an eye-opening look into how hoof care is kind of moving with the times and changing and Really, we are getting to that futuristic stage with it. Um, Essentially, they've developed software that helps you use photographs or radiographs to keep track of the horse's hoof. And it can be used for a range of things from trimming and farriery to um, veterinary professionals using the radiographs, um, even down to research. So you can take photos and you can upload those into the software and you can assess them and do research on them too. So it was a really fascinating topic. And I think it might pertain a bit more to you, Nancy, because you've background, you know, experience doing farriery. Yeah, I think this is amazing the way um, it all started. Uh, Monique had a horse that had uh, hoof problems She was a computer linguist and um, highly into mathematics. And so she started to see geometric relationships as it pertained to the horse's hoof. And that just led them both down this road of um, doing this somewhat, what's now led to artificial intelligence Um, through these images and radiographs into the Epona um, Metron hoof software. So I last heard, um, I uh, saw their uh, presentation at the International Hoof Summit, and I think they said they had like 400,000 images in the system. And what's amazing is when they started this system, there were only like a couple of neural networks. So they would show, say, a picture of a cat to the computer and label it cat. And the same way with a dog or a truck. And they actually taught the computer how to recognize these images. Well, now it's built up to like a network of 25 million neural networks on teaching the computer about the horse anatomy, especially especially the lower distal limb. So, um, and I think the computer recognizes things at an error rate of 4%. And they tested that in the human rate of maybe misreading a radiograph is 5%. So now it does it better than what a human Um, can do recognizing on these uh, radiographs. Which I thought was just fascinating. I still think 95% success rate is really good for the professionals that are reading the radiographs, but like to, for a computer to be able to just overtake that is fascinating. Well, in this 25 million, uh, you know, 
I guess, neurons, you would call them, a human brain has a hundred billion. So it's still not up to what we have accessible to us. The difference is we don't use it all. So um, it's amazing. In this computer, they'll take a picture, say, of a hoof, and the computer can recognize um, whether it's a right or left hoof, if it's the medial or lateral side. And I mean, they have just put points in over and over and over to the degree that these computers can pick it up and recognize it a lot of times within a half second. So they were saying even the computer can determine between um, if it's a front or a hind, which when I first heard that, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I think I could tell the difference between that. But then they show the pictures and they were like, it's so subtle on an x-ray, which is which. So the computer can pick that up better than people can. Yeah. And the, you know, it's amazing that you, we always um, think the hoof is so symmetric, but because of all these images uh, being put into this computer system, um, they've been able to get a wonderful sample size. And I think it's now up to over 400,000 hoofs. So you can get a really nice normal distribution, which is representative of the population. And we can tell that a horse is normally always more flared on the lateral side. Well, of course, I had to test that theory out. And sure enough, I go out and look at a foot and normally, not always, but normally it's larger. If you take that frog and divide it in two, it's always larger distance on the lateral side. So it's amazing that, you know, for years we were taught 50-50 medial lateral, but it doesn't always come out that way. And this software is so accessible. They've created it so it's an app on your phone if you're just taking the photographs. Um, mm-hmm. And your phone basically hooks into this little camera and you set it up. They give you all the equipment you need. You put the horse's hoof on a block. And the really cool thing about the block that they've designed is that it basically has four points of calibration. And that means that you can be certain you are taking the photo dead on looking at the hoof because they the four points have to line up and you can go on to the eponamind.com and they um, have pictures of this and it'll make a little more sense when you see it but the difference in measurement so like if you hold the camera just half an inch higher than it should be you will actually obtain different measurements than you would if you have it set at the right calibration and in veterinary like we do this all the time we have a block that we take with us when we're doing x-rays for the horse to put their hoof on. But often it is just a block of wood. You know, it's not specially made or it doesn't have any measurement within it. Whereas this block does to ensure you're getting that dead on image. And if you want to do this at home, it's an app on your phone. You put your phone into the little phone holder, take the picture. It comes with a little router 
And when you turn the router on, it allows you to put the photos straight into the software. So you don't need to worry about, you know, storing them in the cloud or uploading them or anything like that. Um, and once they're stored there, you can actually, you know, even if you only had a couple of horses, you can monitor their hooves and see how they change and the difference in measurements over time and how they're kind of changing as the horse changes or ages. And it really does give you so much information then when it comes to trimming. And it's just, I really think it is that next step in horse hoof care. And it goes with that age old saying, you know, no hoof, no horse. We have to start from the ground up with them. And it is the most basic that we need to make sure we're preserving. Yeah, and the, it's really progressed. I looked at this uh, system a few years back, and what you would do was pick your points that you wanted to have measured. Now it's upgraded to where the computer does everything automatically, or the software does. So um, you can have it on a laptop or an iPad, um, you know, take the pictures with your phone and it uploads into that automatically and does the measurements for you. Now, we're not, you know, not everyone's into um, hoof care profession. So I think the whole kit is around $800. So if um, a horse owner, um, you know, they want to keep track of their own uh, feet of their horse. Um, something that I've always done is, you know, use an app to record the flight of the foot, which I mentioned coach's eyes a couple episodes ago. Um, but also you can take pics with your cell phone. If you do, you have to make sure that you always take from the same spot or the same distance. So you may pick two meters out, but just realize that's not always going to give you the depth perception that this Metron software is going to give. It might not be as accurate, but the main thing is that each horse owner keep up to date on your horse's hooves how shallow or how deep are the collateral grooves? What does your toe look like? What's the measurement from hairline to toe? How wide apart are your heels? Because the healthier the hoof, the wider that heel stance is going to be from heel to heel. Your heel bulbs should have a good reflection of good cartilage in the back of the foot. So all that are little things that, you know, uh, won't take a monetary investment, but it's things you can look at to keep up to date because a little subtle change you might not notice. I think that's just so true. And I think it's something a lot more people are kind of moving with the times with because mm -hmm. I love that they also have the opponent's shoe so when you go into mm -hmm. Epona Minds, they do talk about this and the Epona shoe has its own website as well. But, you know, the idea that the hoof is flexible, you know, it's a flexible structure and we kind of need to be updating the techniques we use in Farriery to allow for that. So moving away from rigid shoes and the Epona shoe that they've designed is basically 
it's made from polyurethane and it's a flexible substance. So it can move as the horse moves and flex as they're, you know, putting pressure on it when they're doing high intensity sports. And it's actually used now by the USA Olympic team, which is really amazing. And they've got some pictures on their site, which are fab to take a look at. Um, and they've said as well, you know, there's different ways that you can attach that shoe. It can still be nailed on or you can glue it on. But it's just I think it's just so exciting when we do have these advances in equine, like in the industry or in equine science, because I just I mean, I know it's a bit silly to get excited about a shoe, but <laughs> it was just to me, I was like that. It just makes sense. I mean, your whole life looking at rigid shoes you don't think, you know, oh, actually we could change this and we could make it more flexible and make it more comfortable for the horse. Well, and, and the good point is that it allows the flexibility that the hoof has to undergo going over the terrain. So it's not always, they're not always running on flat surfaces. So um, it gives that little bit of flexibility and expansion and contraction that the hoof requires. And then also, uh, while you're on that Epona Mind uh, website, you can go to their conference talks. And there's a lot of PowerPoints on there. And uh, look at the bone referenced trim because it's amazing that I've got a horse that I trim that has a crooked hoof capsule. Now she was born with flexural deformity and um, she had to have check ligament surgery. So her front feet were kind of messed up as a two-year-old when I took her on. Well, now she's 19 and she's the reason I got into to hoof science and trimming is because every time she was trimmed, she was sore. So um, I ended up taking classes and uh, studying the hoof. And I do a bone reference trim on her. And I find those coronary gaps, mm -hmm. which are like the P2 bone and um, the position of it. And then um, I carry that on into the soul. So I know where that position is. And what's neat with the opponent shoe is once you find those reference points, you can um, glue that on or nail it on or whatever in uh, relationship to those, um, you know, coronary gap spaces. They're kind of like spaces on the coronary band. So anyway, look at that PowerPoint and then you can kind of do your own uh, referencing on your own horses. And um, if you can't find those spaces, you can go to P1, which is the next bone up and you can feel those distal endpoints and they correlate with those coronary spaces. So check out that PowerPoint and you'll understand what I'm talking about. And that's a wonderful way to kind of um, judge the trimming and the shoeing that's being done to your horse or that you're doing, because sometimes those points, if they have a crooked hoof capsule, it's not going to be symmetric at all. In fact, most horses, like I said, don't have true symmetry. 
And I just love that about this website. There is so much information. So as Nancy mm -hmm. said, go to that section. That was the conference talks. And they also have like Nerd Corner. And I'm sure it was two episodes ago, Nancy, that you said there was a website for looking at um, like motion analysis. Yes, scienceofmotion.com. Perfect. And, um, you know, that's the thing about this one horse I'm talking about. She's got crooked hoof capsules. So when you go to trim her and you do that sight down the foot for medial, lateral, dorsal, um, you know, palmar balance, it looks crazy. And, yeah. but then when you watch her, in her foot in flight in landing it lands perfectly balanced so I'm always checking out that I just don't uh, trim her for static reasons I trim her according to her flight of foot that she's landing balanced so and it's a little bit um, tricky to do it, but Monet talks about it in this bone reference trim, and that's exactly what the secret was to trimming this horse with the crooked feet. I think it's farriery is one of those things that it's just there is such a science to it and such a skill. It's, and you know, it's art too because it's a combination of nutrition and movement and environment or climate. And then it's also the trimming. Your trim is the, if you have a horse that um, gets shoes, the most important part of that tr um, shoeing is the trimming. And then it's the application of the shoe to not mess up that trim. Yeah. So it, it's all art and science together and because there's not a horse that travels the same way I the horse I own that has the most perfect feet is that Welsh pony yeah she's got the best feet <laughs> and the other the thoroughbreds oh my god they teach me so much but this pony has kind of taught me things too because I can kind of see how the bony structure is supported by the hoof and how when all that is lined up so well, it really is a marvel of engineering. And on that point, please do make sure you research um, your farrier and what farrier mm -hmm. you're using. And we've mentioned this in other episodes before. Um, depending on the country you're in, you need to look it up because there will be different rules and regulations. Some countries like the UK and Ireland, you have to be with a registered body and have to have gone through training. Um, unfortunately, the USA isn't quite there yet. And, you know, people can um, say they're farriers and they can um, trim and shoe without training. So just be really mindful that you are looking up and getting a lot of background information before you choose someone. Yeah, and let your horse will tell you for sure, if, you know, what's happening and just be aware, get a little hoof smart so you can judge that trim or what that person's methodology is. And I'm in the U.S. and, you know, like Kate said, there's no real licensing organization. So, um, you know, you go to a good school and usually um, uh, if you're looking for a trimmer, 
there's the progressive hoof care practitioner group. That's the group I'm a part of. And I mean, there's continuing education. You're constantly learning. You're staying up to date on new trends and new research. But, um, you know, just kind of know anybody can put a shingle out there and, and you just, you know, you're the best advocate for your horse. Exactly. And sometimes the only one. Yep. The, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so. Perfect. I think that's everything that I had for this webinar. Um, did you have any housekeeping or anything you wanted to add, Nancy? I want to say welcome to Brazil. Uh, we've got our 20th country on board for listenership. So um, it's crazy. I, you know, we never envisioned it would go this far when we started this. So uh, we say welcome to them. And, you know, we're just still having a great time doing this every week. Thank you so much as well to everyone that um, messages us or just interacts with us on the social media platforms. We are on Instagram, Conversations in Equine Science, and the same on Facebook. Um, and we really just love to hear anything that you guys want to talk about horse-wise. You can as well interact on Facebook, probably a bit easier than Instagram, but send us pictures of your horses even. Um, we just love anything horse related. So that's been great. And thank you to everyone that tunes in every week. We really appreciate it. And we hope that it helps in some way. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. See you next week. Talk to you later. Take bye care. Bye.